good evening and welcome to Polyarmory. It used to be Stone Monkey Radios, but now it's Curiosity Epidemic as well. Uh, hello, we have all new people for <gasps> season two. Hooray! Uh, let us start with Nick. Tell us who you are and, and who you're playing. Oh, uh, I am Nick. Not much else to that. Uh, and I will be playing uh, D. Laska, a changeling cleric. Ooh. Tell us a bit about D. D is motivated mostly by one thing, money. Um, they are a non-binary changeling who's definitely self-interested and not really hesitant to take advantage of people around them. Um, but also kind of fallen in with the gang and developed a little bit of a soft spot for them. Hurrah. Uh, James, who are you and, and who are you playing? Uh, I'm James. I'm playing Skatata the Warlock. He was a half-elf warrior who got possessed by an archfair. Becky, tell us about you. Hi, I'm Becky. I'm going to be playing as Dusty the Barbarian. I've been practicing my voice for months on end, and I can almost shift it down an entire note now. Wow. Impressive. Hooray. Tell, tell us a bit about your dusty friend. He's a dust paragenasse. Um, a genasse is similar to a tiefling in that they've been touched by a different plane, except instead of catching demon like the tieflings did, genasse caught an elemental plane. Yeah. And the genies, right? Um, well, they, they they could be genies, or it could be elementals, for example. So, like, you know, if a human and a fire and elemental had a kid somehow, that'd be a fire genasi. Yeah, or they can just be caused by elemental chaos. And a paragenasi is from a paraplane, which is an overlap of two different ones. So, in Dusty's case, air and earth. Yeah. Shiny. We we can hear another voice, a mysterious voice. Oh me! A voice that we've not heard for a while. It. Who are you? It's not been that long. I was on a one shot recently. That at the end. I I I more meant polyamory. Ah, polyamory. Uh, I'm Laura. Laura Kate Dale. I'm in a bunch of places on the internet. Laura K Buzz is where I'm usually at, and I'm going to be playing Brilmara Ironthor, who is a character from the original series of polyamory. Uh what is there to say about, about Bromara? Bromara was born in the depths of the earth as a grey dwarf or a Duragar. A uh, bit of a reckless magic user from a young age. It, it wasn't really interested in what other people were interested in. Just wanted to get more powerful. Power for power's sake is amazing. Um, felt like some control in her life because being powerful is great. Initially got her powers from a, uh, a, a great old one that feasted on nightmares. Dendar. Yeah, Dendar. Friend of the show, Dendar. Friend of the show, Dendar. Serpent that feasts on nightmares and was like, hey, I'll worship you and your nightmare snake for some powers. And then, oops, took some drugs once and stopped having nightmares and now the snake is angry. The snake is very angry. Snake is very angry that Romara stopped having nightmares. And you have been charged with dealing with the drug issue. Yes. Uh, so... I have to deal with that to get back in the good graces of my snake god. Uh, but for now, I have a different kind of magic. Do we want to talk about my 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 kind of magic I have? Tell us about the power of 
I have dab. I'm a dab wizard. I got dab magic. I do dabs, and magic comes out of my fingers. That's true. Because <laughs> uh, I am, I am trash. <laughs> uh, wonderful trash. So yeah, Bromara was part of the original polyarmory, going around with a group of people trying to do various things we were tasked with doing, and they will be introduced at, to this story at some point. Yeah, you, you will find out what happened to everyone in between. Yeah, but for now. Our polyarmory requisition patrol of uh, De Scatata and Dusty have been charged to go and pick up a very special sword um, from Balroth the Unsettling. This is... Sh- should I ref- say what this is? You've been charged with looking for the thin pointy sword. Of you more? Of you more. So, you have... The three of you... Because we'll we'll get to Bromara in a bit. The three of you find yourself in uh, a fairly sizable dungeon. You've you've been to places like this before. You picked up important, valuable uh, weapons. You your job before the polyarmory, which is a uh, a large chain store dealing in traps and all sorts of weapons. You are charged with picking up sort of famous old weapons, like uh, Modratar, the Banhammer from season one. <laughs> you are, are, have found your way into the dungeon You're loaded up with a good amount of cash to pay for it You have a hash stone to verify its authenticity But uh, having got into the main uh, throne room chamber of Balroth You are greeted by a slightly uncomfortable sight Because there appear to be two people Handing over some cash for the sword you need What do you want to do? What do the people look like? There is uh, a lizard folk and a Durigar. Mm-hmm. Balroth is uh, sitting on this quite ornate wooden throne. It's clearly been carved, uh, taken an, an inordinate amount of time. It looks quite menacing, but maybe a bit too menacing, like someone's trying too hard. And there's also marks that look like a good amount of blood has been spilled over this at some point. What have we been told about this deal? Were we told that he's agreed to sell it to us? Yep, you were told that Balroth was agreeing to to sell this sword. The Polyarmory expressed an interest in it and sent you off to, to pick it up. And what do we know about Balroth? Uh, he is a hobgoblin who basically got to where he is by beating the crap out of anyone smaller than him. Until he rose through the ranks and then stabbed his former employer in his throne. Well, this is unsettling. Just to, like, my actual sanity. These two people who are handing over money for the sword aren't with us. No. So they're rivals who have... Some sort of rival, yes. Pre-bid us. They've certainly got there before you and seem to be about to uh, take ownership of that sword, what you want. Does anyone want to jump in with diplomacy before I start swinging my dick about? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, hello. Oh, uh, what brings you here? How did, how did you get past my guard, even? Uh, what, what, what do you want? I'm pretty sure that we want the same thing as your other friends here. Oh, uh, so you're uh, here about the sword, are you? We are. Oh, well, it's, uh... It seems these other fine folk have come to claim it before you. That doesn't sound like our deal. I thought we had a deal. Uh, I understand that you wanted to purchase it. It seems that you didn't quite 
make it here in time, and uh, another interested party has stepped forward. Okay. How much did they pay you? Uh, the the asking price of 3,000 gold. Okay. And that's how much we have? Uh, yes, you were, you were told to bring 3,000. Okay. You've got that plus whatever your your own personal supplies are. Okay. Is this someone that sells things to us often, or is this a one-off? Yes, it's a one-off. It's it's a it's a one-off sword. A moment. Is it likely that they'll ever want to deal with us again, or we'll want to deal with them again? I think that would probably very much depend on how this encounter goes. You know, they're they're not known to the business. They're not like a trusted supplier or anything. Okay. Well, I just feel like you should know that. We've definitely heard about you, and we know that you'll probably come into things like this in the future. And so this can really go one of a couple ways. You you can take their money, but we're going to take that sword. My friends here are definitely going to take that sword. Oh, that's, that's, that sounds just, just fine. Yes, yes. Uh, please, please continue. Uh, and the lizard folks around at you, and it's like, we got we got here first. It's our sword now. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Or you can change your mind. You can deal with us, and I'm sure that we'll have lots more money coming your way in the future. We won't change our mind. We were the first in line. Oh, I'm I'm not talking to you. You don't matter. This is a, an insult. I will not stand this to pass. Do they look like they're being at all aggressive towards D? Yep, they're going to pull out a, a heavy club and, and brandish it. Okay. Dusty's going to sort of step in front of D, but not to start things, just to sort of meet shield. Take his warhammer out, lean it over his shoulder. You really don't want to do that. D, honey, mm-hmm. you all right? Oh, perfectly fine. Thank you. But I think they're going to need some help soon. Anything you ask. Um, so what's your stance at the moment? Are you moving to attack or...? I'm reminding them that they're not about to start bullying anyone around here and quite happy to paste their brains everywhere. Um, it hasn't actually been checked over with the Hashstone yet, so nope. that's kind of on my mind. Okay. Skatata has... He's got his hand in his component pouch. Sort of... I suppose in a f- fantasy version of having like your hand over your gun holster, um, you, you flick you flick your coat back and you're just sort of twitching <laughs> fingers over the over your, you, your, your hands in a bag. pocket full of spices. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't be careful. I'll throw the cinnamon. <laughs> oh, but you'd love that. You could you with cinnamon, and then you could be a, a seasoned Laura. Oh heck. <laughs> The camera sort of just just behind Skitata, sort of about hip height, <laughs> and it flicks behind the bit flicks behind the lizard folk who's just sort of like shifting like the, the hold he's got on it on his uh, club. <laughs> and and uh, Balroth just looks really rather pleased. Nick, since you're the talking one? Do mm-hmm. you have any more talking you want to do before I start doing things that might prompt a fight? How far away are they? Um, they're within about 12 feet. 12 feet? Oh, that's a lot closer than I thought they were. D is just going to place a hand on Dusty's back and just kind of walk towards 
the lizard folk, um, closing some distance in, in an intimidating fashion. The Duergar's gonna start... Imagine it's a baseball bat, but it's not. It's a war pick, and they're just sort of like weighing it in their hand mm-hmm. and and looking about ready to uh, to start some shit if you guys are going to start some shit. Skatata has followed closely, but without really understanding, has tried to remain in cover when there isn't any. So it looks like he's just sort of dancing about. And doing roles. Is he doing like combat roles across yeah. the floor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Fight, 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 fight. Okay. Are you going to be taking their money? <laughs> the the money is already changed now. Okay. Well, then I think we're going to have to go with the first one. Uh, babe, babe. Mm-hmm. As much as I love to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Let's just check we actually want it first. Have you got that ash down? Yes. I suppose I should do that. Uh, D will... I'm, I'm curious, are these people just going to let you hashstone check the sword that they've purchased? Well, out of character, my theory is, is that I'm assuming that they'll know what it is and that it's to check that the item's legit, but also D's quite slippery. Mm-hmm. What if we had a thing where we tried to convince them it was a dud? Already on the same page. Perfect. Um, yeah, D will pull the hash stone and just kind of flourish it. I'm sure you smart folk know what this is. It's one of those verification systems, isn't it? You know, most people can just use an identify item spell. Yeah, most people do. I like this. You checked it already. The, the Duragar sort of just rumbles at you. I'm going to take that as a no. Don't you want to see if your unsettling friend is uh, being honest with you? Now listen here, you. In my own throne room, you would come to the realm of Balrog the Unsettling mm-hmm. and <laughs> question my integrity. Yes. I'm offended. The deal's already done anyway. Gentlemen, you're welcome to leave whenever. And the Durigar and the uh, lizard folk gather themselves. The sword, the thin pointy sword is being popped on, uh, sort of into a backpack. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to head out. All right. You're free to go and uh, we'll wait around and buy the real sword from him. Dusty, do you want to go and find uh, somewhere to wait? Anything you want, love. <laughs> Balrog is gonna just he's hes looking a, a bit annoyed to say the least mm-hmm. no no my my integrity has been questioned <laughs> by all means why don't you let them make their points if anything it will uh, give you peace of mind good sirs do they look like they're gonna listen um yeah I mean I think wrong perception yeah, they they look like they want to do business here again. Uh, they think they've done quite a good deal, perhaps. So yeah, they they're gonna come back and and offer the the sword up. Okay. But no tricks. Never. Can I roll an insight to see if what he actually wants is just a fight for something to cheer on and throw popcorn at? Uh, with Balrog. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, seventeen. 
Okay, um, you notice just by the side of his throne, sort of tucked between one of the sort of leg bits, there does appear to be a small box of popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And an umbrella, you know, for chunks. Yeah, Dusty's going to make eyes at the popcorn, smile, let him know that he knows what he's after, and just look patiently enthusiastic for this. Okay. Um, is how big is the hash stone? It's about five inches long. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sort of slightly green. And how does it like set off to verify authenticity? Uh, you just hold it sort of as near as possible to the item, mm-hmm. or even touching the item. It doesn't quite have to touch, but within a few inches, mm-hmm. and it will uh sort of glow and vibrate mm-hmm. when it is correct. Okay. Um. D is going to try and sleight of hand the hash stone so that it seems like they're holding it to the sword. And then when they do the reveal, we'll show a non-flashy stone. Ah, ah, ah. I have a question. The hash stone, is it stone? It's, it's, a, it's probably more accurately a crystal. Um, I have a cantrip for this. Right. Mold Earth. Can affect. That works on crystal, does it? It affects dirt or stone. If you want it to include gemstones, it can cause shapes or colours. <laughs> I could cover the colour up with the original colour. It could be fun. I could give him an assist. No assist. I... No assist. <laughs> I think Dusty would probably have to know what as, I'm as doing. As I've told you before about Earth, we are, I am. it's sticking to like soil. Soil. Okay. It literally says stone. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Fine. You can have, like, stone stone, but I'm not letting you have crystal formations. Okay. So I just click that. Oh, damn. That's not going to be enough. It clearly vibrates and glows. And everyone can see it. Exactly as I said. Now, hopefully we can clear this all up. Uh. The others are going to start packing up again, and the Durigar... Does anyone speak Undercommon? I do. You do. Okay, the the Durigar sort of rumbles. Uh-huh. Does he rumble in Undercommon? Bloody children. Yeah, I think they could do proper adult business and never been so insulted. Assuming, he's assuming that none of you speak on Undercommon. You said what? Uh, he's going to turn and square up. Again, he's just sort of hefting the uh, the pickaxe. Uh, you're a, a, a dust genasi, right? That is correct. Do you resemble soil or uh, earth at normal times, or do you look sort of humanoid, like fleshy? Um, I basically look like if a human had been in a stone mine all day. Um, sort of, of grubby. Grubby, dusty, constantly shedding dirt and muck. Okay. Oh, like pig pen. Did anyone get the reference? Oh, no. It's a reference to Peanuts. We don't really have to get that over. Oh, no. I know Peanuts. <laughs> I really only know Peanuts because all of my mum's second cousins are named after Peanuts characters. Ah. <laughs> uh, he's going to square up to you. How how common a dirt genasi in this Very rare. Very rare? All genasi are very rare. All genasi are very rare. Fair enough. I think he's going to just assume that you are a person with dirt on them rather than a person made of dirt. Bring yourself up, boy. He's going to look at D. Can I? 
Please, please, can I? Can I? Oh, all right. You've been good. <laughs> Thank you, Mixtress. And Dusty is going to take a swing square for his skull. Roll initiative, everybody. Hooray. Yeah, I like rolling initiative. Means I get to hit things with my big hitting thing. Let's find the button. Yeah, let me find the button. I don't know where the button is. I got 12. I got 2. I got 9. Wait, did I botch? Yeah, you botched on initiative. <laughs> Impressive. Too many combat rolls. <laughs> Doesn't realise the fight started, you're still doing rolls. <laughs> hey, what? Rolling in circles. <laughs> and having to pick up all the things that scattered out of that open component <laughs> bag. Okay. So, we have an initiative order. Oh, and I get to go first. You do get to go first. Because you swung first. So which means you get two goes. Because <gasps> I'm going to give you a surprise. I'm going to make a one-handed swing with my Warhammer. That is a hit. Four damage. And then I'm going to use, on my first actual turn, my bonus action to fly into a rage, which is a class feature of the Barbarian. While raging, as long as I aren't wearing any heavy armour, I have advantage on strength checks and saving throws, and whenever I make a strength attack, I get a plus two, and any damage I take from bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing is halved. But I can't cast spells. Well, heck. So, I'm going to swing that warhammer again. That's a miss. Okay, but I am very angry. You are very, very angry. It's at this point, you all notice that the large statue uh, or, or large suit of armour that had been next to the throne rumbles into life. Blue eyes glow uh, under the helmet and you're very aware suddenly that there is a big angry thing coming at you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. Um, to be clear, is that with the Duragar or the lizard or was it already here? Uh, well, I mean, you didn't see the Duragar and the lizard coming, so you don't know who it's with. Fair enough. But it's it's coming for you. Oh lord, it coming. <gasps> 24. That was a... Cr- well, would you believe that does hit me? Oh. Eight damage. Uh, what kind of damage is it? Bludgeoning. Four damage. It's going to roll... It's going to strike again with its other fist. 23. That also hits. Seven damage. So, three. Wait, who is up next? Nick. Hooray. So there are three entities that are... Attacking us. Actively okay. D will cast a command on the lizard folk. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I will say grovel. 13. Does that beat your wisdom spell save? Yes, it does. Damn. The lizard spits at your feet, unimpressed utterly by uh, your attempt to drive it into the dust. It works so well on Dusty. <laughs> we can practice light a lot. Uh, so that's a nine swinging at, uh, again, at Dusty. That that does not hit. No. I have unarmored defense, which means by the power of just Grace being Cole? really angry, I don't take damage as easily. Ooh. I'd like to imagine that the pick just goes through a clump of dust, and when he realizes it's pretty much just hit a sandbag, Dusty just gives him a little smile. Right, okay. Can we ask the bloke in charge if whatever knocked ten bells of shit out of Ms. Is? It, I mean, speech is a free action, so go ahead. Yeah, bow off. That thing yours, 
The armour? No, no, they, they brought it along with them. Oh, thought you wanted in on this. Never mind. He's just chowing popcorn. I'm going to hold up a hand for popcorn. Uh, so lizard folk is going to attack. That's a five. Uh, we're still going on dusty here. Uh, a five and a sixteen. That is a gobful of dirt and some ugly coughing noises. That does not hit. Damn. Well then, we're up to James. Okay. Skatata is going to turn his attention to the big armour thing. Mm-hmm. And he's going to start doing a dance um, with a few moves that in contemporary times would be known as the robot. Uh, <laughs> so he's going to cast uh, Vicious Mockery, but with a bit more of a, a miming oh. action than an actual uh, vocal one. If you do want vocal for the sake of it's a vocal spell, then he's just going to go... <laughs> uh, so yeah, Vicious Mockery against the armour. Uh, for listeners, Vicious Mockery is a save or suck against Wisdom, and on a failure they take 1d4 psychic damage. It has to be able to hear you, but it doesn't have to understand what you're saying, it just knows you're being rude. Very rude. You do a raspberry. <laughs> the mental image of somebody doing the robot to mock you is amazing. Right, so that's uh, six for my spell save. That would be a suck. So that's two psychic damage. And imposes disadvantage on the next attack. I mean, the problem is that the animated armor is immune to psychic damage. Does it still take the disadvantage? I would guess so. So, we are back at the top of the order with Dusty. Okay. I am going to take a swing at the lizard folk, I think. That would be a crit. That would almost certainly be a hit, and I imagine... Seven damage. Against the lizard folk, that's seven damage and then do a double it for a crit. Uh, How much of a proportion of... Like, did it look like that hurt? That... Yeah, there is some wincing going on. Uh, A trickle of blood coming from... Not not a huge one, but you can tell that that's... That's going to leave a mark. Okay. My, Good job, my current Dusty. theory is, if he doesn't have a jar, he can't bite me. <laughs> okay, you done? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the armour is going to go attacking Dusty again. What did I do? Apart from start this and... Literally started this. Hit everyone. Uh, so 10's going to miss, and a 15's going to miss. Yeah, it's... Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. D. Lightful. <laughs> De groovy, de gorgeous. Oh. De Nick Flair. Delectable. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember the whole intro bit. De groovy's in the heart. <laughs> My delight. So, how um, how bad does Dusty look? Twenty-eight out of thirty-five. Oh. He's just hitting his stride. I've definitely seen Dusty in worse shape. <laughs> Kinky. D will, with a little bit of disdain, draw. Their mace. Then D will also swing away. Oh, wow. That is not going to hit. Are you sure? Um, Yeah, four is not going to hit, I'm afraid. (laughs) That's crazy. That's a botch. That is a botch, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the Duragar is just going to glare at you, grumble, 
mutter something and then uh, enlarge. Uh, so they increase in size along with anything they're wearing or carrying. The enlarged Jerigar is sized large. Uh, it doubles its damage on strength-based weapon attacks included in the attacks. Um, makes strength checks and strength saving throws with advantage. Fun! Uh, which moves us on to the lizard folk, who is looking not great. Not great. Lizard folk is going to try and bite D. Ten. Nick, does that hit? No. Hooray. And seven. Also not going to hit. Right, moving on to Skitata. Is it the lizard folk? You twatted last round. Yeah, it's nearly done for. From what I can tell. Skitata's going to use Eldritch Blast on the big thing, not the armour. Oh, wait. No. No, not the armour. The big thing that's just been biggened. Do I need to make a range spell attack. I'm, I'm going to have to get this thought out of my head. The, the phrase range spell attack, all I can think of is ranged spelling, and, and, and that being what you do with the opticians when you have to try and read the chart across the room. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That's out of my head now. Thank you for sharing. I enjoyed it. <laughs> 18. Uh, against the Durigar. Okay. Uh, yep, that's a hit. Cool, and then it takes 1d10 force damage. Do-do-do. 10. Ooh. That's about as good as it could have been, despite being larger. Looking a little bit worse for wear there. Uh, and Balroth is just. He's, he's actually sort of tossed his first bucket behind him, and he's now going behind the other, like, chair leg <laughs> to grab a second bucket of popcorn. There's also a little bag of Skittles in there. Just hum, hum, hum. Is this what happens? Is this what happens at the cinema when you start eating the popcorn during the previews and you didn't leave enough for the uh, for the main event? You're like, oh, go get more popcorn. It's 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 that scene where like you you there's just a really action packed scene and you're just like hum, 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 not hum, even hum. looking down at the bowl of popcorn. You no, just sort of no looking. I straight ahead, just focused on the could be anything. <laughs> Do it, kill each other. <laughs> But obviously not not saying that. Just thinking it real loudly. Uh, we're back to Dusty, I believe. Um, I'd like to imagine that while everyone was busy missing him, like it was just holding his mouth open like a seal, hoping for a fish, but just catching popcorn. <laughs> like the level of disrespect is palpable. There is no popcorn coming his way. <laughs> now, just just for a change of pace here, I am going to hit something with my warhammer. Your warhammer, you say? My warhammer. I'm going to hit something with it. Ooh. Um, I'm going to try and finish that lizard folk. So, nice Oosh. swagger up with a little twirl to try and bring it crashing down on its skull. Ooh. That is 21. There, there is no way that is not a hit. Let's have roll that damage. How does 10 grab you? Okay, so you bring the warhammer, like, so you've been swinging the warhammer around, right? Yeah, whirling it round like in circles, like, like, like Thor. <laughs> I was thinking like Poi, but probably. Okay, so Dusty just spins the the Poi hammer around, <laughs> brings it down on the lizard folk's skull. There is this sickening crunch, and his brains just launch out of his ears as just a a, a chunky pink and red liquid. And he just crumples to the floor. Um, as he falls down dead, he's going to like point the, I don't know, the big end at the Duragar's face. And this is not going to stand. Are you going to run for it or are you going to stay here and join him? Um, the, the Balroth's just like 
holding the popcorn, just really like, come on, <laughs> do something stupid. Uh, Dugar's just cross. Um, it's not the Dugar's turn though, so it's just gonna spit blood in your face. Well, interestingly, I've got the cannibal trait, so just is gonna enjoy that. Just gonna soak it into his dust, mm. smiling. Is D close enough to like pat Dusty? Yeah. Can I pat Dusty and tell him that he did a good job? Roll, roll to pat Dusty. Ah. <laughs> uh... Just give me a straight D twenty. That is some excellent petting. Dusty can have inspiration. Aww. For good pets. I'm gonna say that Dusty does the happy little subby wiggle. You know the one. I, 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 of course, I know the one. <laughs> Um, right, so the animated armor is going to take a swing at D. 14? No. Hooray. And 13. Nope. Rolling like garbage now. Whoa. Okay, so that brings us to D. I'm going to try command on the Durgar now. Yeah, so that's a wisdom save? Correct. Nine. Nope. What's your command? <clears throat> I said, grovel. <laughs> this... Large sized creature that really shouldn't be in this room gets down on its hands and knees and starts cowering at your feet, shuddering. Uh, Balroth looks somewhat disappointed. <laughs> uh, which moves us on to the Durigar, who's just gonna just whimper, but probably in a more gravelly fashion. <laughs> <laughs> then it is the pile of chunky salsa on the floor's turn. So I guess we go straight to Skitata. I mean, it can gurgle if it wants to gurgle. I don't think it has its gurgling facilities anymore. Oh. Where's the sword we're after? Uh, it's on the back of the Duriga ah. in a pack. Is it also now massive? Yes. Oh, it would be, wouldn't it? No, well, fuck it. <laughs> All the best things in D&D start with, right, well, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Skitata's gonna... Eldritch blast the um the armor thing. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Why did you roll five d twenties? Because I thought it was plus five. Does seventy four hit? <laughs> Just take the first one. It was a nineteen. No, it doesn't. Okay. Oh God, we're, we're screwed. <laughs> Book it. Will you accept the first one of nineteen? Yeah, that's fine. Right. Does nineteen hit? It does. Nineteen Yay. plus five. Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you let them cut the 74 74 also hits, that's fine. <laughs> oh, good, I'm glad it works like that. Yeah. Only five damage. Only five damage, well, there we go. Back to Dusty. Okay, I'm going to try and dent that armour. Does 23 hit? It does in fact hit. You guys are rolling really well. Right. <laughs> oh, I only got a one plus four. Does five bother it? I feel like I'm just bothering it. It just goes dong. <laughs> Alright. I'm going to say that he just backhands it to turn around and, you know, he wasn't trying. He's, he's still cool. Very cool. D, what you got? Do Does 5th edition have coup de gras attacks? No. Is there any advantage I get for attacking something that's groveling on the floor? <laughs> what does grovel actually do? Uh, the grovel command, the wording says... Target falls prone. Mm-hmm. I think you get an attack advantage, don't you, against things that are prone? Yeah, you get advantage against things that are prone and they have to waste a turn to stand back up. There's no way I can miss a stationary target. <laughs> yes, there is. Let's see. It's, it's okay, it's you've got advantage. Biggest... Try again. Oh. It's the biggest, most stationary object in the room. You still missed it. Yeah, crit. <laughs> Chunky salsa. Just, just got his throat out. 
It's fine. We'll grow a new one. Throat is pointing down, so you'd have to go through his spine first. Even better. Also, this is a mace, so... Well, there you go. Smash the third vertebrae. Or, you know, don't. That's fine. Two plus one times two. Six. Maths. (laughs) Quick maths. Indeed. Uh, Right, so the Durigar is going to make an attack. Doesn't it have to stand? Oh, that's the move action. No, if it needs to move, it would it would have to stand up first, but it can attack from the floor. So yeah, it just sort of sits up, suddenly more aware of what do. Oh, bugger. It has advantage on being charmed, and I did not notice that. Oh well. It's going to take a swing at these knees. These knees. The these knees? Whose knees? These knees. knees. With a war pick, 50. Oh yes, that meets. Oh, seven. Ow. Right in the knees. Okay, we're back to the splat on the floor. So, Skitata, it you. How do? Okay, I'm gonna try and get more information about this. The sword we were after was it? Mm-hmm. How big was it before it was bigened? It was about the size of a normal sword. The short sword or like a two-handled sword? Uh, somewhere in between. Okay, another question then. Could Skitata feasibly lift it? Uh, what's your strength? You can. I'd make you make a strength check against it. I think. Yeah. What's your strength? Zero or ten. I would definitely make you make a, a check on that to just lift it quickly. Nah, fuck it. It's funny. Let's do it. Yeah, I can't remember how exactly this will work in terms of like turnage, but Skatata is going to use. Also, this is the. Can you use touch spells on yourself? Yes. You can touch yourself, can't you? Because you are within touching range. Uh. I will yet let you touch yourself, James. It's okay. Skatata is going to reach deep into his component pouch. It's, oh, okay. <laughs> Where is this component pouch? It varies. Is it currently suspiciously Ooh. near your crotch? <laughs> Depends how cold the weather is outside. And then he's going to sort of throw into the air above him loads of is that ivy leaves. And then as the ivy leaves sort of fall down... He's gone. Uh, Skatata casts invisibility on himself. Okay. It's an action. Lasts up to an hour. Concentration spell. Uh, yeah. So you throw your ivy up in the air and become invisible. Yeah. Dusty, what do? Hmm. He's going to exercise his temper on that Duragar for hitting D. Does 11 hit? It does not. Surprisingly. Uh, the armour is going to take a swing at D again. That's a 22. Uh-oh. Yes. Six damage. Okay. Um, we're on two. D. How are you doing, love? I could do better. Thank you. But I'll be okay. Um, D will take the opportunity to cast Sanctuary on themselves. What does Sanctuary do? Uh, I will ward myself against attack. Uh, any creature who targets me must, uh, first make... A wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay. So the Dugar is going to take a stab at your knees. Again? 12, to, uh, 12 attack here? No. Then that does not matter. <laughs> uh, scat, what do? Skatata is going to try and take the sword. Which we're after. What was it? Wow. The sword of the... Invisible friend. Humor or something. That's the one. 
15. Okay, you drag the sword out of the, uh, or, or start dragging it out of the pack. It's it's sliding across the, the Dirigar's scale mail shoulder, but uh, you have, you have, yeah, you've managed to get it clear. Are you going to move or stay where you are? Skatata's going to move as slyly as he thinks he is being invisible without realising that I suspect the sword itself isn't invisible. No. Um, so yeah, there's just this great big sword scraping across the floor towards the exit. Yeah, and as, as you dragged it sort of off of the Durgar's shoulder, it just sort of clanged on the floor, <laughs> which drew everybody's attention to the now moving sword being dragged towards the door. I'm, so you, I'm picturing it being dragged down like a, a couple of steps one by one, so it's getting extra. So you're heading for the door with the sword. Yeah. Dusty, what do? The sword's escaping. <laughs> I am going to run between the enemies and the sword to use up my movement, and I'm going to use the help action to give the advantage on anything they want to do, and he's going to gesture for a D to run for it. I have a plan. Disengage and bucket, love. Okay. As you start... are you So are you going to head to the door as well? Yeah. So... As you start heading to the door, you hear the most almighty bang outside. The ground beneath you rumbles. I'm going to need everybody to make a dex check. A dex check. Check that deck. Only my best roll. Wait. Oh, wow. Uh, 18. Okay. Everybody is standing up except the Duragar who plants further face first into the floor. <laughs> Somehow. Face firster. More face first. Everyone's rolling fantastically tonight. Well, well done. See, this is what happens when you do the first episode of a season of a campaign. Is everyone gets their good rolls out the way early, oh, so next, that everyone can fail when there's fucked. actual consequences. Yeah, ne- next recording will be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay, so let's see. Dusty's leaving. Uh, Arm's going to help the jury go up, which brings us back to D. What are you going to do? Your people are escaping. Well. The, inv- the the sword is vanishing on its own, and Dusty is heading out after it. Dusty has helpfully given me a suggestion, and I feel I must follow. Okay. Is Dusty in okay shape? I'm not in okay shape. Uh, Dusty's in good shape. Okay. Can I make a move action and then cast Cure Wounds on myself? Sure. Huzzah. I guess I'll just cast 1d8 then. Do-do-do. Six. So you get six points of health back? Uh, there is another huge crash. Everyone give me another dex check. Oh no. Oh. 19 for Skatata. 19 for Duster. The the animated armour that's just helped the Durigar up clanks to the floor. <laughs> and the Durigar just about manages to stay up and starts gathering things. Balroth looks disappointed and concerned by the noises. And it's just it's sort of ignoring you and walked off through a, a door at the back of the room, behind the throne. Um, as he's starting to leave, Dusty shouts, Bow off, I'll see you for a friendly, yeah, mate? He's ignoring you, he's just going. <laughs> oh, he doesn't want he doesn't want to fight later. No. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm still gonna turn up as if he agreed. <laughs> of course. So you you're heading out? Uh yep, Dusty's gonna um take the sword. If Skatata doesn't fight him on that. Okay, the, as, as you take the sword, it shrinks down to the size of about a normal normal rapier. That is fine. What's it looking like? Is it looking like we're out the door? 
you're out of the door into a, a, the tunnel you walk down to get in here. Um, the ground is shaking, the various sort of dust coming off the ceiling, paintings falling off the walls. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you're just heading out? Yep, I'm just going to head straight out. Okay. All together, at, are you running or, or just walking for it? Hustling. Or sprinting. You're, okay, you're all basically just sprinting down this corridor. There's bangs. You can sort of hear shouting in the distance and screaming. It sounds like the whole town is under attack. And as you finally get to the front door, there's a, a few soldiers that work for Balroth staggering around, sort of running around in like headless chickens trying to work out exactly what to do. You head out of the main door and the town is just decimated. It's on fire. People are running and screaming. It smells like barbecue in here. There's fire everywhere. Balls of fire are just being thrown across this side of the, of the larger cavern that holds this town in. Rob Perception. Everybody who wants to see. Yes. I crit failed. Okay. D and Skatata, you can see maybe seven or eight humans dressed in white with some kind of blue symbol on their front. And they're throwing spells you've never seen before. Oh, no. Really ridiculously powerful things. Just these balls of fire and force that just they can throw out of their hands seemingly at will without any, like, spell components or cooldown time or any limit to the number they can cast. And they are destroying houses and people and everybody make another dexterity for me as this ball of fire just comes crashing maybe about 18 feet from you. Did I crit that? <laughs> I got six. I got 21. Okay, Dusty's gonna stagger to the floor. Skitata is is just... I think he just owns it. He's just gonna stand there as if nothing's happened. <laughs> I like the image that you're skipping. Just a, I like I like maybe just a little hip wiggle or something. That just, <laughs> it's just enough to absorb all of that. I got eight. D, you are also sprawled on the floor with Dusty sort of on top of you. Not for the first time. <laughs> no. Dusty tries to style it out as like he's doing like a bodyguard dive. <laughs> as as you're getting yourselves up, you can hear this sound like hooves running across the stone and it's getting closer and closer and all of a sudden out of this wall of just sm choking smoke to in front of you you see two large almost black pigs one of them's got a ring through its ear the other one's got a ring through its nose they look kind of burly for a pig <laughs> burly for a pig not like those pigs that you've saw recently they're like the steroid pigs not quite that bad but they are hench fucking pigs and, and bigger than your average pig. They're quite broad. And they are pulling a plain black carriage being driven by someone of diminutive stature. And it just comes charging towards you and there is like a, a handbrake turn. <laughs> the pigs, the pigs stop and pi pivot around and the, the cart, the bl plain black cart swivels around next to you. And Bromara Ironthor leans out from one side and says, Get in, losers. Uh, at which point Bromara is going to dab 
and activate colour spray to send colours flying in all directions to try and create some cover for them all to get out. So uh, let's find how effective her colour spray is going to be. You can't see it, but I've just got the biggest grin on my face right now. Uh, 22. So we've read... It could have been worse, but there is there are some some colours flying off in all directions. There is a disco happening there is around a disco this car. Happening. So your your big stealth cart being pulled by two large stealth pigs <laughs> that's trying to make a stealthy escape has just gone disco. Dab's I love it. Well, the, here's the thing: I've dabbed some lights into the air. Sure, temporarily it's going to draw attention to us, but long term, people are going to stay looking at the lights while we get an exit. This is something to distract while we get away. Okay, Everyone get in. Dusty D. Scutata, are you getting in the back of this strange woman's car? Just for flavour, I'm going to say she's got a lizard just chilling out on her uh, shoulder. (gasps) A a lizard? Some sort of small amphibian? Yeah. Is there perhaps a surly looking uh, pseudo-dragon sitting on the other front passenger seat? There is, in fact, a surly looking pseudo-dragon chilling there. So the the pseudo dragon is sitting on the bench next to you with its arms crossed, and it seems to be wearing a mine apothecary courtship t shirt. <laughs> it's got like you know how dragons have that little fin across the middle of the head. Yeah, it's sort of that, but flat down across one eye. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> um, as 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 these people haven't gotten in yet, I'm feeding I'm feeding this uh, little amphibian on my shoulder a little bit of uh, carrot. Yeah, Dusty's going to get, like, one foot in the car, offer a handout to help D up, and start looking around for Skatata, who's still invisible. Just be like, come on, you daft pillar, get in. D will warily accept, concerned, but equally frightened by the fire mess. It doesn't actually say I can sort of uncast. You can just spell it. You can end it, yeah. Um, Skatata's gone onto the carriage but is still invisible okay uh, have we have we have you told someone that you're on the carriage no i'm gonna roll perception does a 13 let me know that he's just being skatata uh what's the what's skatata spell save dc we'll do it against that 13 becky you heard sort of the the squeak of the wood as the cart moved slightly under the weight of an extra person getting on an invisible person okay if we've got the all clear, Ramara is just gunning it, leaving the disco floating in the air behind. Okay, so you scream like, yeah, and just like uh, flick the reins and the piggies like just start spinning. They're kicking up some dust as their little leggies go. Exactly. We're basically getting piggy wheel spin. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, in, order to, in order to get that going, there's the sort of crack of the reins, but also fishing rod with some carrot has been put out in front of the pigs. <laughs> And and oinking into the cloud of of smoke and fog in front of you, just as you leave, this huge explosion happens exactly where you were only a moment ago. Of course. And you head off, leaving the smell of barbecue fire and a destroyed town behind you. Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, 
Twitch and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura K. Buzz in pretty much all of the places. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, that's the one that pays the bills. You can find everything I publish at laurakbuzz.com. That's, you know, freelance stuff, podcasts, videos, written articles, everything ends up there. I've got some books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is a book about being gay and trans and on the autism spectrum. It is available now where books are sold. If you want it as an audiobook, it's at laurakbuzzstore.com. There's also Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is releasing in October 2020. You can you can pre-order that now through Unbound. Other than that, I am on Pixel Squirt, which is a video game porn review podcast. I'm on Podquisition, where me, Jim Sterling, and Conrad Zimmerman talk about mostly about video games and whether they're perfect or just great, but also a little bit lefty politics. I'm on Dice Funk. I'm on seasons three, four, five, and six. It's a another D and D show. Uh, Season 3 is about escaping a, a rainbow barrier town. Season 4 is about overthrowing capitalism. Season 5 is about space and and colonialism. And Season 6, it's about the planes, and we're still sort of working out what the grander themes there are. I think that's everything. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We didn't forget to record credits for James, he just doesn't have any social media presence whatsoever. And we'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye. Bye. My character got to seem competent before the whole facade falls away. Yeah. <laughs>